Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Crowpot contains language and themes which may not be suitable for anybody. Seville episode of the Crow Pod, and because David is somewhere lost in Spain and Todd is stuck in meetings because I slept through an alarm, uh, I've, I've got a very special guest that the man who you directed all your complaints to the board to for years on Twitter, the man that the Tims thought was our own managing director, Mr. Andrew Dixon. Hi, Andrew. Hola, Shane. Hola. How are you? Good, good. C- c- coming live from a rooftop. Somewhere in Madrid. Yeah, it's uh, it's very hot, and I, I I'd imagine if anybody who's listening bumps into me tomorrow in Seville, my head will be a much brighter shade of red than it is currently <laughs> because it's uh, it's thirty degrees or thereabout. I know it's going to be hotter than that in Seville, but yeah, here it's uh, it's it's a bit much for a pasty white guy from uh, from Glasgow to be dealing with. So. But so yeah, you're, yeah. basically you're going to be a shade of Jimmy Calderwood is what I'm hearing here. Well, right? Right. That's... So there's, a, there's, a, there's a story about Jimmy Calderwood. I, before I went to work at Rangers, I worked for the Press and Journal um, in the in Aberdeen. Uh, worked there for three years, the newspaper up in Aberdeen that covered, kind of covered sort of Inverness and Ross County as well. Uh, and every summer when Jimmy Calderwood was the manager, we had bets in the office um, about what colour he would come back uh, for for pre for pre season uh, based on the Dulux colour chart, and no word of a lie, one year he did actually come back, and the closest colour to his photograph was mahogany. So, yeah. I don't oh, think it'll man. be quite. I don't think it'll be quite that bad. I mean, I'll probably just be bright, bright red and looking burnt. But uh, uh, yeah, I, anyway. I, I, fucking Saturday here. So we were doing. I, I swear to Christ, I was working on the yard for like fourteen hours just to fucking kill time which has yeah. like been my whole life for the past two weeks is like, how can I make large chunks of time disappear so that I can get to, well now tomorrow, thankfully, but uh, no. So I was working on the yard and then my buddy Bragg came over to help me build a trampoline 
who he, he actually tired himself. He's like, I've built three or four of these things. This will be easy. Wait, uh, apparently every trampoline is completely different from the last one. So we got about ooh, 45 minutes into it, and he was just as fucking lost as I was. And then we got to the point where he had to put the springs on, and our whole, like, both of us just terrified of the fact that one of these springs is going to launch off, take my eyeball out, and I won't be able to watch the match on Wednesday. But I did come out of it a slightly darker version of Shane than I used to be. It's kind of, um, well, yeah, I've got the full requisite redneck ready to go for tomorrow now. Oh, man, I, I'm, I'm terrified of how I'm going to be in about, ooh, what we got, 20, 27 hours, 28 hours? Uh, yeah, 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 but that's, yeah. what is it, 6 o'clock Spanish time, so yeah, 27 hours to go. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's such a strange prospect. We flew out this morning uh, from Gatwick, um, and the journey was fine, but, you know, naturally, you kind of bump <laughs> All right, so, so you, you, burned, you, you burned your phone to the ground. <laughs> yeah, so basically my uh, my phone was sitting in the sun and it cut out uh, mid-answer because I um, I was on a real roll and I thought you were just letting me talk for ages and I thought, oh, this is quite good. And I was kind of <laughs> de- 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 delivering it and then it actually just turned out that my phone had died because um, it's too hot. So, um, all right, all right, so... so, so- so sun cream has been applied to the mobile. We're, we're back, we're ready to go. That's, that's it. We, we are, and I'm. Uh, so I have moved position, and I've just been told I'm too loud where I am. So uh, I've got. God, this is uh, this is challenging, right? I'm going to have to speak quite quietly. Then, can you still hear me at this? Oh yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, I know. I got you. All right. So 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 you're you were leaving Gatwick. You said. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I can't even remember because that was about 10 minutes ago now. Um, yeah. Is, it, is that the bit I was at? The bit where I was yeah, with yeah, you I literally just started your story. So Yeah, I, I think I spoke for about five minutes after that. Um, yeah, I mean, so I think um, basically what I was uh, saying was that the, the whole idea that Rangers are, you know, a little over 24 hours from potentially winning the Europa League is just really bizarre to me you know i mean when you think yeah. back to where we were um say like six months or so ago when you had the situation at that point where steve gerrard was obviously still in charge and coming to the end of his time at rangers rangers were conceding the first goal in every single game and you know lost the first couple of matches in the europa league uh, now since then of course there have been bumps in the road one or two results that we would have liked to have been a bit different but um, overall, you know, to go from that situation to where we are now on the cusp of potentially winning the Europa League is, is quite remarkable. And the thing is as well, I think we can win the Europa League. Um, I think in 2008 yeah. we went to went to Manchester, had it. I mean, we got an absolute doing in uh, Bremen against Werder Bremen. Right. And uh, the s- same again against Fiorentina as well. I mean, Christian Vieri came on with about 15 minutes of normal time to go. I think should have had a hat-trick before... Uh, the 90 was up and then should yeah. have had another hat trick in extra time and then put his penalty over the bar it was kind of a pretty poor <laughs> night for him overall but you know <laughs> but you think back to that night and and, and Werder Bremen as well and and Rangers 
yeah, great that they got to the final. Did they deserve it? There was a strong argument that maybe they didn't. I mean, obviously, defensively, they were very good, but they were really clinging on in a couple of those matches, whereas this time you look at it, and every single round, of course, there's been some defeats, but overall, each tie, Rangers have deserved to go through every single time. They've played some brilliant football, um, right, really exciting football. You know, the crowd has been unbelievable at Ibrooks. I mean, it just seems to be getting louder and louder and louder, so um, I can't imagine what it's going to be like tomorrow night if Rangers do go on and win the trophy, but I think they go into this game with a genuine chance of winning. I mean, you always have a chance in a, a final, but but this time it really feels like Rangers are going there, you know, in good shape to actually go and finish the job. And and the prospect of Rangers winning the Europa League, playing the Super Cup against Liverpool or Real Madrid in August, you know, I mean, it's just it's yeah. light years away from where we even were a few months ago, you know. So well, uh, I. I... I mean, my, like, I look at the, you know, with the knockout rounds, you, all right, the Braga, or, well, Dortmund was kind of done, but, like, Braga and, 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 and of course, you know, the last round with Leipzig, where it's like, I mean, we, we've effectively played one-off knockout games for the last two rounds and have played fucking exceptionally well in those ones. Yeah. Um, and so, and like you said, I mean, with 08, yeah, I, I said this last night on Twitter, but and I, I think we talked about it on the show last week with, with David and Todd, I, I don't think any of us expected to win in 2008 because we were all so fucking spent just from getting there in the first place. And none of us really yeah. thought that we should have been there. You, you no. know, I mean, it, it was a fluke. It was, it was, I mean, it was fucking the most random ass chance thing in the world. And like you say, with, with Vieri and Fiorentina, like, we, we should have been wiped out of that goddamn game well before we got the penalties. And so even just to get there and then play the most steroided out Zenit team in the history of the fucking world, <laughs> uh, who who had just ragged out Byron? It, it may, I mean, like they made Byron look like a U eight team. You yeah. Know? Uh, it, no, I mean we we knew, and they. I mean they almost cut us open in the first minute. Thankfully, it was only two nil because it easily could have been five or six. But I don't. We never. I I know even me sitting there back then, fourteen years ago, I never thought we were in that match. This one, yes, yeah, because I I, I just I don't see a reason that we can't do it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. You know, I mean, like, I mean, it's funny because you're talking about getting caught open in the first minute. I genuinely don't remember anything from the game against Senna. Uh, I, <laughs> like, I have watched the goals back a couple of times, I think. And I think the first time I watched them back, I genuinely didn't remember. Like, when I saw it again, I just didn't remember. That that was I, yeah, I've never watched them back. So, yeah, I, I, know, I, remember, um, I remember that night, and I remember walking out of my friend's house at about 85 minutes and just going to a bar where nobody could find me. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just, but yeah, I mean, I think you're right. You know, like Rangers go into this game now, and um, you know, the, like it's very easy to say, well, they've beaten Dortmund and they've beaten Leipzig, so therefore they should be able to beat uh, Frankfurt. And of course, yeah. that's right as well because Frankfurt finished in the bottom half of the Bundesliga. But um, Frankfurt very clearly have saved their best form for Europe this season. They've put everything into that. And that's why they're in the final, having beaten the likes of Barcelona and West Ham along the way. You know, I mean, they're yep. clearly a good team uh, with some good players, a, a kind of team collective, a bit like Rangers in many respects. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't think it's a given that just because they finished where they did in the league, that means Rangers are going to win. It's not going to be an easy night at all. But absolutely, Rangers. I mean, like back then in 2008, Rangers scored five goals on the way. And as we've discussed, it was very much built on defensive quality this time it's 16 goals in the knockouts and yep. you know uh, and, and you have beaten a couple of really good teams along the way as well um, I mean people focus on the German teams but I mean Red Star were a, a really decent side I thought and yep. uh, and, and they 
kind of I think they gained the respect of the Ibrox crowd for the way things went in the first half. Although Rangers were the ones that went in front, obviously Red Star had three goals disallowed, and um, ultimately that was proved to be correct by VAR. But they were desperately unlucky, clearly. Uh, and Braga as well. I mean, we know about Braga for a couple of years ago. But but Rangers, the the four rounds that they've gone through every single time, it's uh, it's been a, a tough one, and and to have come through that and and deserved it over the two legs. Yeah, I mean, I feel that Rangers probably are more likely to win than not tomorrow night, and that might come back to haunt me at some point. But uh, <laughs> you know, but for for the for the moment, while I sit here in my thirty degree rooftop uh, hotel uh, with the sun beating down and a beer in my hand, I'm feeling very confident. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I mean, how, how do you feel? You know, obviously, you, you dealt with these guys in your time in the club. But I mean, for somebody like like. I mean, Stephen Davis actually got to play in that final. Shagger obviously missed it. But I, you, can you think, I mean, for a second in their fucking heads that they would think, you know, almost a decade and a half later, I would have another opportunity to be able to do this and, and legitimately have a chance to win, you, you know, well, accordingly, the, the heaviest piece of UEFA silverware. Uh, <laughs> it was a way like 20, 20 kilograms, 18 yeah. kilograms, something like that. It's a big old unit. Yeah, um, but I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, like I, for Shagger specifically, I mean, you know, to to because obviously miss the semifinals when Neil had to step in and everything, and to come back at age forty. I mean, I got the motherfucker's still older than me, right? And he's gonna be out there tomorrow in fucking goals for us with, I mean, with ninety minutes to play. I mean, that's it. Yeah, you know. So I mean, I, I mean, I think Alan Alan is slightly older than me as well. Um, I turned forty in March, and I think he was the end of January. Um, yep. and, and the idea of me throwing myself about a football pitch, <laughs> uh, the, the, the way he does, is a frightening prospect. So, um, hats off to Alan for continuing to do it. Anyway, it's a strange one with him because obviously there's been a lot of talk this season from from supporters about this will be his last season, and it, it seems to be generally accepted that this is going to be his last season. Although I saw the other day that there might be talk of a new contract. Um, I mean. You know, he's somebody who, I don't know if it's just because he's getting older. Um, I mean, it's not like there are suddenly loads of mistakes from Alan. There have been one or two, but there also have been a lot of really good moments from Alan McGregor this season, and particularly in Europe. I mean, the the save that he had uh, from the penalty against Red Star was as good as any of the penalties that he saved. Uh, But he's had some Who's the double save? Wasn't that Red Star also? Yeah, against Sparta Prague. Sparta, yeah, I guess yeah, racist. Yeah, yes. uh, to, to, yeah. yeah towards, <laughs> the, towards the end of that game. Um, yes. I, I mean, he still had some really big moments, Alan. And yeah, I mean, I'm delighted for him, in all honesty, because he's... Um, I mean, I, I did a piece with uh, Kevin Thompson, which is on the, the club website today, and I spoke to him for that at the weekend. And he was saying that, Alan, you know, he's kind of, he doesn't really let people in and he's, he's not massively trusted and, and kind of given the, the, the newspaper headlines they're aware about him in his younger years I can understand why that would be the case yeah. um, but he you know he is an absolute professional I mean people have this um, I mean, you're calling him a shagger and that's what everybody calls him you know because that's the reputation that precedes him but that that doesn't mean that he's not a professional it doesn't mean he doesn't take his football seriously I mean he, he does as much as anybody in that squad uh, I mean, I don't, obviously, it's, it's seven and a half years since I left the club, and, and things have changed massively since then. So, really, the only players that I know in the current squad are Alan and, and Stephen, and um, you know, so I, I would imagine that even with the players that are in there and the fact that Stephen Gerrard brought them in, and 
you know, the, like Ryan Kent, they come from places like Liverpool and what have you. I would argue that Alan McGregor still will be most one of the most professional players in that squad. So um, I'm delighted that he's getting the chance to finally play in the game after missing out in 2008. Um, I mean, it's... It's a bit of a strange one for Stephen because he started at Tynecastle at the weekend. I think it's fairly certain he he definitely won't start. He, no, he may well no. he may well not even play in the game at all. You know, as a substitute. Um, obviously it depends how it pans out. But right. um, yeah, I mean for for him to have, I think so. I, I kind of checked it back. I think he'd be the fifth Ranger to play in two different European finals. Um, there were kind of four players. Uh, Sandy Jarvis, John Gregg, Dave Smith, and I think Willie Johnson that played in 1967 against Bayern as well as in right. 72 against Dynamo yeah. Moscow. So Davis would, would join that group, uh, which would be, I mean, a fair old achievement in itself anyway. But, uh, you know, regardless of whether he does or doesn't, um, again, his professionalism is right up there. He'll look after the players that are going to play, he'll give them the right advice. Um, and you know, it's just a it's a fantastic opportunity for the club. I mean, you were saying about, you know, what would they have imagined having the chance 14 years later? None of us had that no. thought at any point. I mean, I never ever thought I would ever see Rangers in, in one European final in my whole life. And here I am, having just turned 40, and I'm about to watch them for a second time in 14 years. And uh, I, I personally, you know, the first time I worked there, uh, the second time, this time I'm going as a fan. Um, so it's nice to have the two different experiences as well and, and hopefully it has two different experiences as well in terms of a defeat last time and, and a win this time but no, it's just it's an incredible prospect I mean you know I, I think a lot of people like what you were saying there about kind of not really feeling there was much chance of winning in 2008 you know this time I think um, a lot of people are having the conversation that they didn't have necessarily in 2008 I don't remember having any chat with my pals about what if we actually win it um, I, I genuinely don't remember having that conversation. I think a lot of people will probably be the same. This time, we're all talking about it. We're all saying, well, we've actually got a chance here, you know? So why can't they go and win it? I, th- I think there's every chance that they could. Uh, I, 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 I mean, well, it's hard It's hard to get your head, I mean, even around, you know, just, again, I'm, well, I'm, the, the same thing with me. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm a couple years younger than you, so fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, 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 I never thought growing up that that i mean seeing the european final was, was was a prospect you know mm. and, and now i mean too and, and you know and we, we've become aside especially at the europa league level you know i mean we'll see what happens if and when we get back to the champions league i don't think it'll it'll look quite as rosy um that that's where the budgets tend to play themselves out but yeah. i mean we're we're perfectly capable of competing at this fucking level and it's it, it, but even saying that, I mean, the, the, these chances just don't come along. And, and I got to think, you know, you know, like you're saying there with Davis, just trying to get these guys in the right kind of fucking mentality that you're, you know, even if you're fucking Calvin Bassey and you're what, 22, 23, I mean, the odds of you getting back here at any point in your career are pretty goddamn slim. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it takes a lot of things to fall your way, a lot of things to break your way, and a lot of stuff that's out with your control. Tomorrow is within your control, you know, so you got to be able to take this fucking moment for somebody like Connor Goldson or James Tavernier. This isn't coming around again, you know, and and you've played your entire career just to build up to this moment. Um, I, I, the mentality around this squad right now, you know, I mean, with what they did last year and obviously, you know, domestically, it was a bit of a letdown this season, but I think even more than anything that, can 
will hopefully drive them on tomorrow to be like, all right, we still have a chance to do something absolutely fucking extraordinary that no one's ever seen before. And we have the kind of mindset within the squad to be able to do that kind of, you know, to have that kind of performance on the day. I mean, let's be, again, just just like with Red Bull, like Braga, whoever, we're talking about 90 minutes of football we got to win. That's it. And I, I would take this side up against goddamn near anyone out with, you know, the very small elite little group at the top of European football to be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, the, the one concern that I would maybe have is Rangers in Europe this season haven't travelled particularly well. Um, and, you know, it's been polar opposites. Ibrox it's just been an absolute fortress and an absolute cauldron of noise for, for visiting teams. I mean, you can see that after... Rangers went 1-0 up against Leipzig in the semi-final. Leipzig's players froze for a few minutes and it wasn't a huge surprise to me, although we all reacted like it was a surprise when it went 2-0, yeah. but it wasn't a massive <laughs> surprise uh, to, to see it go 2-0, really, because Leipzig players were clearly caught a little bit by what was going on around them, you know. But, I mean, it's interesting what you're saying there about, you know, that this will never happen again for the likes of Calvin Bassi. I mean, I... I Increasingly now, and this is perhaps just a reflection of how it's gone this season. I, I, I'd be more inclined now to make the argument. Well, why not? Because, right. like, when I was so I'm now forty, so I was twenty six when we had the UEFA Cup final, and at that point I said to myself, well, in in one respect it's kind of peaked already because you're never going to get here again, and yet here we are, and I'm now forty with twenty five plus years of my career ahead of me still, hopefully. <laughs> and, 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 and you know, and here we are again. So what's to say that we can't find ourselves in another European final? And especially with the creation of the Conference League as well, because um, that is a competition. Having seen Rangers do what they've done in the Europa League um, this season, I think if Rangers were ever to find themselves in the Conference League for, for whatever reason, whatever chain of results puts them there, um, you know, why shouldn't they be looking to win that competition? Um, yeah. Because the you know I mean the teams that I mean Feyenoord are in the final uh, a team that Rangers beat and drew in the Europa League a couple of seasons back um, and you know I mean like obviously Bodo Glimt have had a, a remarkable season and, and beat Celtic along the way they got to the quarterfinals you know and with all due respect to to them uh, I know they've got some good players and and they're going to move on to bigger clubs off the back of that but you know they're a team from the Arctic Circle and they've got to the quarterfinals in that competition so. Um, I, I think the opportunity to reach more European finals, partly because of that, might well be there as well. But, um, I mean, that's four years now that Rangers have been in the Europa League. Uh, the game against Frankfurt will be the 64th that they've played in Europe in four years, so an average of 16 a season. Uh, when Fulham got to the final, I think, was it the year after Rangers got to the final of the UEFA Cup? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, went, they went all the way from the qualifiers and played 19 games to get to the final. Now. Yeah. That's going from the qualifiers. We, we've averaged 16 games a year for four years now. Um, Rangers have made an awful lot of progress. They've got a real love affair with the Europa League as well, and understandably so for some of the results and performances that they're putting in there. Uh, I mean, this is very much Rangers' level, I think. And, and in all honesty, um, would I be desperately disappointed if Rangers went into the Champions League next season and, you know, Took a bit of a doing off of Man City or, or Real Madrid or whatever. Well, no, uh, but hold on. And, we'll, we'll, and, we'll be part one though. We we won't even oh, yeah, be yeah, one of those yeah, fuckers. Of course, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll be uh, one of the big dogs. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so take a doing off like somebody slightly less good than them. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, like all joking aside, I mean, would you be desperately disappointed if Rangers finished third in their group and dropped back into the Europa League? 
with all that extra money that you've got from the Champions League? I don't think I would be. You know, I mean, Champions League is probably not a competition that Rangers are going to compete in in the longer term, whereas that over the course of four years, season on season, you've seen us get better and better and better in the Europa League. And it's a cracking yeah. event. I mean, I think, that, to be fair, I mean, when they... You know, you take a competition and you revamp it, you try to do something different with it. And obviously that's something that's on the agenda at the moment. And UEFA have been suggesting all sorts of stuff to kind of keep it fresh off the back of what happened with the European Super League last year. Um, and, and kind of trying to make it more appealing for people. I think what they've hit upon with the Europa League um, is, is a real winning formula. They've adapted it slightly this season with the playoff round and then going into the last 16. But... You know, by and large, it works well, and I think they agree that it works well as well because they've just got kind of to replicate the same format for the Conference League. So, yeah. um, you know, and obviously the Champions League is changing in a couple of years with the number of matches and teams involved and what have you. So uh, they are playing about and playing about with it. But the Europa League, as it stands at the moment, I think is a fantastic competition. And you know, if Rangers were to find themselves playing in that season on season and dipping into the Champions League and getting money from that and dropping down. I, I think that would help the club stay in a very healthy position, in all honesty. Uh, you know, I, th- I think the other thing, too, with, with the final now, you know, again, 26 hours and 43 minutes away, not that we're <laughs> counting down, um, it, but having like two of the, uh, we're talking about two of the classic European clubs. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it would have been great to play West Ham and Barcelona. Yes, that would have been fucking awesome. But I trick, uh, you know, the, the, I, I don't want to say at the same level as us, because obviously they, they can't win the Bundesliga every other year over the course of their lifetime like, you know, we do. But you're, you're talking about a club that means something in the historical annals of European football and a, a recognizable club to, you know, football fans beyond the, the kind of people who just throw the match on on Saturday on Sky or, you know, NBC over here or whatever the fuck it is. I mean, this is a club that's done things in the past that, that does mean you know, it's like I said, it's, it's one of those, I don't know, ca- canon names or however the fuck you want to try and play yeah, it, you know, yeah. you know, in the history. I mean, it's it's cool having these two clubs here to do this goddamn thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I think you've seen that this season as well, though, like since the kind of final lineups for all three competitions have been determined, you've seen an awful lot of people saying, oh, really good finals in the, the three competitions this year. Proper football clubs in all of them. And that's right enough as well. You know, I mean, Real Madrid against Liverpool and yeah. Feyenoord against, against Roma as well. I mean, they're all clubs of huge, passionate supports. And, uh, and and Rangers and Frankfurt do come into that as well. And it's nice that a lot of people away from Scotland are, are recognising that and talking about that too. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that like we just want people foreign all over us. Um, you know, to an extent, you have to earn that. But the fact is, that I think Rangers have earned that and they have earned a lot of respect from people this season. So, um, yeah, two proper football clubs. And, I mean, that's why I'm a little bit reluctant to just dismiss Frankfurt and just say, well, they didn't do very well in Germany this season, so they're, they're very beatable. Um, I mean, I, to be honest, looking at the Leipzig return game, I thought I thought Rangers did fairly well in Germany, actually, to contain them and, and, and go about getting... A, a good result that gave them a chance in the second leg, but I thought the confidence that the Rangers fans had in the second leg was a little bit misplaced, if I'm honest. And, you know, maybe I'm the one that's wrong there, because Rangers then turned in a, a brilliant performance <laughs> and, and really, really deserved to go through, but um, I, I just, I hope that there's not an overconfidence or an expectation that Rangers are going to win, because it's not as straightforward as that for me at all. No, well, well, I, th- I think as David said last week, if we beat Eintracht, we get to keep the Bundesliga because that's three in one season. 
So that's yeah, that, that's just can, ours we now. Can set, set them next to Portugal. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So last one is since we have the best midfielder in the world in John Lundstrom, obviously he's going to score. What 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 you got? What you got tomorrow? Because I, I I like you're saying. I, I, I'm I'm not expecting us to come out here and roll this thing. I do expect us to win because well, I fucking have to. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. off the back of our performances and obviously. You know, being of sound mind and body, but I I I feel a two one, and I feel it's going to be Tavernier and Lundstrom that get the goals. So. Uh, I mean that, yeah. Do you know it's funny because last night I, uh, I I I was working yesterday at Sky, and after the shift I, I went to Houston Station. Just kind of you might not necessarily know because you're over on the other side of the pond, but uh, it's like one of the big train stations in London. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the station that all the trains from Glasgow terminate at. Um, so I, I went there to pick up my girlfriend and her mum, who I've travelled with over to, to Spain. Um, and it was a very bizarre situation because it's half past 11 on a Monday night, so relatively quiet in the streets. And I parked around the corner from Houston and kind of wandered around. And every single person that walked past me, no word of a lie, was singing about how John Lundstrom was the best in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it was... Um, and you know, I mean, clearly, clearly that meant the train had arrived early. Uh, but it was, um, I mean, Lundstrom's turnaround from where he was a few months ago, and you know, people quite happy to see the back of him in January yeah. if he did leave, and and where he is now. Uh, I mean, it's an absolute colossus for me. Um, I, I would. Lo- it, it's funny because we've been having the chat about who would you like to get the winner. And like you mentioned Tav there, which I, I think that's probably the obvious answer for an awful yeah. lot of people. If Rangers were to win it, who who do you get? But And it's funny because um, my girlfriend's mum asked me that question last night. And I said, well, I'm not sure. And she's like, oh, I can't believe you're not saying Tav. And I said, well, but if you look through the, the team, there are quite a few guys in that team who have had big moments this season in one way or another. Not necessarily scoring a goal, you know. But, uh, but then, I mean, you look at goals when Glenn Kamara, in the, the first half against Leipzig, did brilliantly for the opener and then scores a, a, a phenomenal second. Yeah. Um, just to give an example, I mean, obviously Morelos uh, isn't playing, but has had big moments. Um, you know, Kent has had some big moments. Um, the one shout that I made earlier on, just when I was, I'm not a big fan of XG at all. I, I don't really buy into this whole, here's what could have happened or should have happened, but I'm more bothered about what actually happens. Uh, but, from time to time, it does kind of catch my eye. And there was a stat about, um, I think it was uh, Rangers have like the third highest XG for expected goals from uh, set pieces in the, the knockout rounds. And I think uh, Frankfurt have like the second or third highest goals conceded um, from, from set pieces. So, um, you know, so, maybe it's so going to be Connor Goldson kind of Connor Goldson kind of, yeah, you know, yep. what I mean? is it Goldson or is it Tav? Because I mean, obviously, penalties count as set pieces. So, yep. um, you know, is it is it one of them? Uh, I mean, listen, I'll take it going in off somebody's backside, to be totally honest, and not really caring who it is that actually scores the goal. <laughs> um, if we can get the win, but um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities to consider, um, and. You know, the more you think about it, and the more you kind of dig a little deeper and kind of get into it a bit more, the more it, you know, it's kind of it's almost like you're convincing yourself it's going to happen. And I think at the moment, probably the quandary for a lot of Rangers fans is to just not fall into that trap and just like make make a point of staying out of it, you know, so that you yeah. you don't just assume it's going to happen or expect it. It's like, like I really don't want to expect it. 
Um, I, I want to not be surprised if it does happen, but I, I don't want to go in there expecting it because that's when I think we set ourselves up for a bit of a fall. Well, I mean, not now. There's only 26 hours and, and 36 minutes to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I, I want to say hi to everybody here. Uh, Chick, Russell, Colin, Andy, Andy, uh, and then a few other people. And you Buchanan, who all chipped in. Our buddy Ian, who chipped in. On, uh, so I've got a different thing. If you guys scroll down in the show notes, you go to the Buy Me a Coffee link. It's a lot easier to throw me and Todd, specifically me and Todd, a few bones, because David has enough fucking money already. Fuck him. <laughs> um, but, but Ian specifically, he, he threw in uh, very well and wanted us to give a shout, of course, to Erskine. Um, support everything they do he, he didn't want to tout his own business or anything like that so uh and i know you have a charity that you do a lot of well work for and obviously helped you a lot with your family so yeah um the beats and cancer charity yes. uh who yeah i um I haven't for a while, actually. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 took, I, I, I took a brief sabbatical last year to go and do some work for Macmillan uh, Cancer Support. Um, so they're another kind of uh, another organisation I've done stuff with in the past as well. Um, before that was kind of before my dad died, um, yeah. and then and then obviously the the kind of experience of speaks directly through my dad was something that, that swayed me towards them as well. But um, yeah, good to, to to support these charities too. Um, they always get uh, the beats, and always gets a sum of money every year, reflective of how old my dad would have been on his birthday. So um, it's uh, always good to get behind them. And I know, uh, particularly the listeners of the of the Crowpod, will be uh, a lot of them will be very familiar with the beats and themselves through their own oh, yeah. personal experiences. So yeah. uh, always good to get behind them. So uh, yeah, please do that if you get the chance. There you go. So, man, there, if you guys need charities to support, let us know, because we've got plenty that we try to help throughout the year. Uh, Andrew Dixon, we're going to say goodbye to. He's on a rooftop in Madrid hiding from people who think he talks too loud. Somewhere next to a bird, obviously. I I, I, I would like to know more about this bird, but we'll have to continue that conversation. Uh, what's it, can you hear a bird? What's it yeah, a bird? I don't know. It sounded like a warbler or some kind of finch was hanging out next to you. This, this, like, this, this, this is the kind of shit that I... waterfall thing at the pool. It might be yeah. that. But that's, uh, no, no. This, this, this is the kind of thing I notice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, going to, uh, I'm going to go and eat tapas and drink beer now. So There you go. Uh, pro- probably a good time to get rid of me in all honesty. Yeah, I mean, I was like, well, I got, I got to go out and uh, I got to move some mulch into my garden bed and then uh, pretty much from there on out it's yeah just a lot of whatever else is going to happen until until the full time whistle tomorrow it's going to be a long 26 hours and 32 minutes <laughs> alright uh, if you guys are over there enjoy yeah, well fuck if you're there you probably haven't listened to this if you're home enjoy it fucking but be safe I'm not going to try to do like the patronizing, oh, condescending ass you're fucking videos. No, no, no. You're, you're descending into it. No, no. I'm not going to be Alan McCoy's and Ian Duran out here telling you not to drink and have a good time. <laughs> do you know what? On that, I've quite, I've quite enjoyed uh, Max Durant's replies. Because um, there was one where uh, he, I think on Twitter, he tagged Carly, his other half, um, like kind of quote tweeted the Durant video and said, uh, Tell your father-in-law I'll do what I want. Thanks, which I thought was quite funny. Um, and I, and I think 
another one as well where I think Carly actually tweeted and said, uh, she quote tweeted the Durant video saying, uh, this coming from the man who sent his wife out to get a sombrero yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, clear, clearly a round of calls has gone out saying, oh, can you help us with this video? And it's through gritted teeth to be like, I behave yourself. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, obviously joking aside, you can understand why they're putting out those messages after what happened 14 years ago. But also as well, I think a lot of people have learned from that. And uh, yeah. I've got no doubt people will... Uh, do you know what? I think it's going to be pretty good-natured. Uh, I mean, the weather's going to be sensational. I mean, it, it seems like it from everything yeah, you know, we've I think been seeing across Facebook. Not, yeah, I mean, I've not seen Reefland in Madrid this afternoon. Uh, and I think we did see a couple of Frankfurt fans, but they weren't wearing strips. Uh, we kind of talked to them briefly in the queue for the border. Um, whereas there were loads and loads of Rangers fans in, in Rangers gear. But I think once you get to Seville and everybody's in the one place, I think it will be pretty good nature. I've, I've worked with a couple of West Ham fans who um, were over in Frankfurt for their semi-final over there, and they said it was it was good fun. So I'm sure that'll be the case. And, you know, I mean, we're all adults. So, well, we're not all adults, but uh, and certainly, <laughs> and, and, and certainly, and certainly those of us who are adults don't always act like it. But um, I think people know what it's all about. So I've got no doubt that people are aware will enjoy it and uh, and hopefully um, and do you know what as well I mean the fact that they're opening up the other stadium uh, yeah, for people to go and watch that, that's um, incredible yeah. yeah I mean like it's, I, I eventually got my ticket on Friday uh, but for a, a long time I didn't have a ticket and when the prospect of um, of opening up that stadium to go and watch it came up I kind of I, I came to peace quite quickly with the idea of that'll be a good alternative so I, I mean I think for the people that don't get tickets and, and miss out and end up going over to the Cortusia, I think it's called. Uh, you know, I mean if there's a crowd of nearly sixty thousand there watching the game, that'll be that'll be phenomenal as well. And I think that'll do a lot to um to, to help keep everything under control. And uh, you know, I think people are going there very much looking to have a good time and, and hopefully see a good result. And I'm sure that's a bit old goal. I mean I, I I got buddies coming out from Chicago to wake me up tomorrow. Well fuck, I'm not going to sleep. It doesn't matter but <laughs> To, to come gather me tomorrow morning uh, before we go down to my pub where most of the local, the, the, the Chicago Blackhawks minor league hockey team is going to be joining us. And, of course, all those boys can drink. And their season just ended yesterday. So wow. they, they, they are going to be well in the mood. To get very so, fucked so, up. So this, this is the last of our crow pod, is it? Yes. So it's, it's Andrew Dixon, <laughs> my final guest. That's it. Oh fuck! No, I, I, like I said, everybody, you know, have fucking get fucked up, enjoy the shit out of this, because you know, I mean, I, I, okay, maybe we will get here again, but you never know if we will. So, fucking, yeah. you know, live it up, as the one song says, right? You know, it's like, do, you know, do you know Celtic played that the other day? Apparently, did they? they won the league? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Which, I mean, like, is it is it just totally lost on them? I mean, that's yeah, that's uh, incredible. I thought that was quite incredible. So, well, I mean, it's probably one of Angie's favorite songs, I guess. So, I mean, that would that would, that would align, right? It's Australian. Yeah. Yeah. He's weird. That, 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 and we never stop. Yeah, except no, it, we never stop. Except against Rangers in the Scottish Cup when they didn't yes. actually start. So, right, yeah. Yeah, you know. yeah we, anyway. don't stop. we don't stop until we stop. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> Andrew, of course, you can find... Oh, fuck. God damn it, my voice is already <laughs> gone. And we've only got 20... We've only got 26 hours and 28 minutes to go. So. Oh. <laughs> Andrew, you can find on Twitter at Mr. Andrew Dixon. Now that you can't confuse him with a member of the, the executive committee, you can't bitch at him anymore. But uh, he, he's always there doing shit. So 
Andrew, sure uh, have... don't have an EBT. No, no. Because <laughs> people did think I did that. And oh, no. The for players and dealt with the tickets and all sorts. So. No, no, don't you miss that time like 10 not. years ago on Twitter? That was so much fun. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like Twitter was a different game back then, wasn't it? Where people Plus, weren't really sure right. what they were doing. And, no. and like, I, pro- I probably got a bit more aggy about it then than I would nowadays. But, uh, yeah, I mean, looking back, it was quite funny. Like, there were people that just were completely confused about why the media guy was sort out their contracts it's because <laughs> unbelievably two people have the same name well i mean uh, andrew's such an uncommon name as well i mean i've, I've never oh, exactly yeah 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 so all right well have fun in madrid have fun in seville you be safe it was good chatting take care of uh elaine have fun yeah well do yeah. thank you very much all right and i will talk to you soon we'll talk to you all next tuesday i think well maybe i don't know we'll see we'll see if we're still alive by then this could be like the event on uh, was it Mitchell and Webb. Like tomorrow's just going to be the end of time right there. So, <laughs> fuck's sake. Now have fun. We'll talk to y'all next week. See ya. Some people call me the space cowboy. 